good morning and good evening, and、uh, I'm very, very glad to see you guys.、Uh, we won, long time no see, and <laughs> yes, and finally,、uh, very, very nice to meet you, Aurora and Bailey.、Um, so you've given me a list of questions, and、uh, I'm not sure how how would this go. You you guys want to ask, you guys want to ask me or? Yeah, I'll just ask him. I'll just ask him to you <laughs> if that works for you. Sure, sure. Whatever you you want to do, I'm I'm here. <laughs> okay. We mostly send those to you as like a formality, so you know what to expect. Of course,、mm-hmm. uh, we don't want to put you on the spot.、Um, mm-hmm. So, just to start things off,、um, when you ventured into education,、um, what were your original intentions?、Uh, intentions. Okay. First of all, these questions are good. I mean, <laughs> very good questions. I mean, I have to. Really think about it and、uh, think about my years in college and、uh, when I make my decisions and everything. So、uh, my intentions.、Uh, I I got my bachelor's degree in a, in a teacher's school for the normal school here,、uh, and、uh, it took me a long time to think about like my career,、mm-hmm. uh, like、uh, we're supposed to be teachers in the school and、uh, after graduation. Sorry. After graduation, but when my when the professor asked us how many of you want to be a teacher after graduation, in my class of seven twenty-seven、uh, students, only three of us raised our hand.、Um, I'm not one of them, so I was not really I was not really clear about my goals and my intentions. But,、uh, um, after after four years of stu- study. And、uh, I I got a job.、Um, mm-hmm. At that time, I have several choices. I can I can pursue my、uh, I can I can go ahead and、uh, you know study in another university if I want to、uh, to pass. First of all, I have to pass examination、um, to get my master's degree. And、uh, another choice to is to work. So I choose to work in.、Uh, In, my, in, in the school I studied in,、uh, as a teacher, so that experience、um, helped me to realize that teaching is a very good job for me to、uh, a career for me to pursue. And uh, uh, I don't want to sound so cheesy, but uh, uh, when I was a student in the school in that school,、um, I had a lot of teachers and I've learned a lot.、Uh, I had a goal that is to. I want to make the world a little bit better. I was just a I was just a student. I was a twenty twenty one year old student. I just think about it. I know nothing. Not <laughs> <laughs> <At> my <laughs> major. <laughs> so, but I had I had that goal in mind.、Um, I was thinking about like,、uh, okay, what can I do to make it work? How、uh, how should I? Make the、uh, how could I make the world world a better, a little bit better, a better place? So to be a teacher might be one of the ways and the one one of the I call it easiest ways maybe、mm-hmm. because that can that's a very very direct way to influence people and to tell them、um, to to do the right thing to be good. So that might be my my intention、uh, to be a, to be a teacher. Okay. That's Fantastic. That's actually what I want to do when I teach.、Um, so、<laughs> right. It's 
That's a fantastic sentiment. Um, so what I also wanted to ask you um, about what, when did you realize, was it during um, your, your formative years when you were studying at that school, that was when you realized you wanted to be a teacher? Mm, when, I, when did I realize? No, to be sure, you know, at first when you get a job, you just want to, especially my first job, you know, and teachers mm -hmm. at school always uh, told us that uh, you, you get a job first, then you think about, <laughs> you think about what you are going to do next. So I got a job as a teacher and I think uh, after one or two years of teaching, I, I, I made up my mind to be a teacher uh, from then on. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's a good job. It's good to like your job. <laughs> yeah. um, so what's been your most memorable experience since you became an educator? Hmm. Memorable, most memorable experience. Uh, just like what I've told you just now. Uh, <laughs> after one of year, one of after the first year, no, after two years, I I taught college English and uh, uh, English for English major uh, for two years, and I had a class of seventy-three students. That was my first class, and they are they're almost of my own age. You know, my oldest students are of, of the same age as I was, and the younger ones are like three years younger. So they are like my. My, my brother and sister, I love, I love them so much, and I still remember that um, there was one student. She always uh, sit in the first row, and she was not that good at the very beginning. And uh, uh, but she worked so hard, and she liked this class, and she likes uh, the whole process and um, uh, of teaching. She was a uh, what do you call that? TCFL, Teaching Chinese as a Foreign Language major. Mm -hmm. You know, actually that belongs to to the Chinese department. Uh, but after two years, she was the number one uh, in in her class. And uh, after graduation, that means uh, four years later, she told me she liked my class so much and she liked English so much, and she decided to be an English teacher. Wow. So that. Uh, that really touched me, moved me, I mean, motivated me to, to do a better job. Mm -hmm. and that is the most memorable experience for me. And I, I when I think about it, I, I still have goosebumps, you know. <laughs> how could I, how could, how could a teacher influence, influence a student like that? I, I never mean to do that, but mm -hmm. it happened, so, yeah. It's so incredible, like, it's, I think sometimes teachers don't realize how much of an impact they can really have on a student's yeah. future. Yeah, I think it's that's why, that's why we need to be very, very careful when, when, we, when <laughs> we say something in class, so you yeah. never know, <laughs> butterfly effect. <laughs> um, so what are some difficulties you've encountered while teaching? Oh, there are too many. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know where to get, start, to get started, but uh, the difficulties, you know, for teachers, we are we are like uh, we are like uh, like me. You know, I'm not I'm not sure whether our teacher would be like this, but I'm like a ro romant romantist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I I would like my student to be to to be to be good. You know, to be the to be honest, to be to be a good person, even if they are not good at this 
uh, my clock locked up in English, even mm -hmm. if they are the last one uh, when I read my papers. But uh, I need them to be a good person. Um, so I will, I will, I will do a lot of things in class that is um, not only about our uh, material, but also about uh, about uh, their life, about my life. Um, maybe sometimes I will organize some activities, but. Uh, the school might have their own rules that the teacher cannot do this or that. So, uh, like administrations, they have their own way of doing things different from the teachers. So that might be the, one of the difficulties. But yeah. others, like uh, you, you have to face a lot of students. Like um, I, the biggest class I, I had ever had was a class of uh, more than 100 students and. Uh, so that's really hard to to control, um, and also, you know, papers, gradings, and everything related to that might be difficult. But um, you know, as we all know, every every job, for every job, there there are something that mm -hmm. you like, something that you are not so fond of. So <laughs> it's normal. So anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every job definitely has its ups and downs. Um, so what do you think is the most important aspect of choosing a career in education? Um, like, what do you think is the most important thing about being uh, a teacher? Yeah, I, I don't really understand this question. The most important aspect? Yeah, um, I guess, what are some characteristics a good teacher should have? Oh, uh, it's similar to another one, right? Is a, is a, is a teacher natural or nurtured, something like that? Yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I could have okay. phrased that better. Yeah, well, uh, to be a teacher, it's more like a process of learning while doing it. But uh, uh, it's better if you are, first of all, a very patient person. You need to be patient. Mm. Uh, it's better not to be a hot-tempered person. <laughs> <laughs> so you get instant after one semester or something. Uh, to be patient, um, loving. Uh, I, I have a, I have met all kinds of students. I mean, most of them are are very nice. You know, they are good students, and some of them, they have their own uh, characters and uh, their own personalities. They are different. Um, but when you teach them, you need to really, you need to, if you give them some like missions, homeworks, or you want to punish them, you know, so-called. All, all this have to be with a good intention. I mean, you mm -hmm. like uh, you want to you want to, them to be good, so you give them all the homework to do. You want to you want them to get better, and right. you have to you have to mean that. I mean, we will tell them, okay, I love you guys. You have to mean that in class because you really love them. Like the students, like like all of you guys, you know, you had a lot of classes. You are professional students, right? <laughs> you had a lot of classes before, and uh, you know that the teacher is good, or that teacher is not that good, not from the one or two sentences in their the words from their classes, but from from all this the whole experience, like um, the whole semester. This teacher is so strict, but I know that he or she. They want us to be good. That's why he or she is so so strict. And that's that's what I mean. So you want to 
want them to respect you, want them to to be good, want them want them to understand you. Love them first. I mean that. Love them first. That is a great quote. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is there anything you wish you'd known before you became an educator? Like any advice you wish someone would have given you? Think about it. Okay. Uh, to be a, to be a teacher. Uh, okay, this is something that I I knew before, but after being a teacher, I that comes. It is so true that I wish I had I had understand it better. That to be a teacher, you are you you're a giver. You, know? you keep giving the students a lot of things, and uh, you cannot expect. You cannot expect anything to to return to. You. I mean, of course, you have your the students. Many students will 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 be your friends. Will will visit you after graduation. They love you too, and the the school will give you will give you a salary. You know, that's something in return, right? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but you cannot expect the you know the. The, the the school or students to do something uh, for you because you 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 give them so much because as we all know that teachers the job is different from <coughs> excuse me different from other jobs you know um, for a class of uh, one hour you have to prepare for like at least two maybe five or the whole day the all these shadow working hours um, for every teacher is different so sometimes. You can find it. Okay, it's really unfair. How? Why should I do that? Yeah. Uh, I have been prepared for a whole day, and you guys, you can, you you play with yourself in class, and uh, the, the 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 school will not allow me to prolong my class for ten minutes. I'm doing this for my students. I'm I'm not doing it for myself. So all these things, um, I find it uh, so uh, so true. I mean. <laughs> uh, before before being a teacher, I, I I knew that something like this would happen. But after that, it is a, it is a, I can feel that like it in my life. So be prepared for that. You know, um, keep giving and uh, and uh, yeah, something something good will happen to you. Um, but do not expect that will happen immediately. Okay. That is so true. Just thinking about it, I I know a couple teachers personally, and that is <laughs> definitely true. Um, so, did has anybody in particular really influenced you to become an educator? Like, was there a teacher you had that you were just like, I want to do what they do? Well, uh, I consider myself a lucky guy. Uh, when I was a student uh, in my school, I had a lot of very very dedicated. Very very good teachers, and uh, at that time I thought all the all the teachers should be like that, you know, because they're they're all so good. Um, I had this teacher uh, who, who taught us like two years, and uh, now now that we are still in touch, they. When I was a uh, with a sophomore, uh, uh, we had this kind of a little party in his apartment. Um, 
they brought from the United States uh, some gifts for, for us. They are like all these little uh, lighthouses. Uh, he told us that uh, uh, his hometown is from uh, this like a seaside home, so seaside city or something. I forgot. We said I forgot. But he brought all this, and he, he told us it's it's like souvenirs from his hometown. And also, uh, he told us that you you guys can choose one of these because you guys are you're are supposed to be teachers after graduation, and I hope you guys can be a lighthouse for your for your uh, students. Like uh, I, like he said, he his teacher gave him uh, a lighthouse like that. So he want he, he wanted us to be like that. And I still had I still I still have that lighthouse. It's a it's a it's a small one, not that uh, pretty, but uh, I like that gift. It's very meaningful. And he he influenced me a lot. Mm, to think about it, he he might be one of the biggest reasons for me to be a teacher. So that's so sweet. Yeah. I love that. Um, so, what has been the most profound change you've witnessed over the course of like teaching, like from when you started to now? Have you seen anything massive change in like how English is taught? Oh, like yeah. standards, curriculum, things like that. Changes, uh, of course. Um, time is ruthless, and I'm getting a lot of uh, free hairs. You know, that's one of the. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest no, definitely. Uh, time is different. I mean, when I was a student, uh, there was only one cell phone in my class and uh, belongs to my monitor, uh, which cannot be used to uh, to get access to the internet and stuff. So, so uh, life is comparatively simple, <laughs> but nowadays um, everybody got a smartphone and you can you can get access to the internet so easily a lot of information we are drawn in information and that's very very distracting on one hand on the other hand the students uh, sometimes knows better about some topics than teachers so that that changes is a is a is a great change for me because I have to I have to learn more. I have to keep my edge sharp in order to be a good teacher. Yeah, that's something different from like the years I've been teaching like for twenty years, no, almost twenty years. So the first several like the first five five to eight years mm. is one thing. The next half is another thing, you know. Like these years, things are different. And uh, uh, when I talk about the meaning of one word in class, <laughs> this is very funny. The students, you know, uh, like uh, seven years ago, when when our when our smartphone can use dictionaries, like dictionaries in the phones. Mm-hmm. So when I talk about the meaning of the words, the student will check the words, the meaning of the words in the, in the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> so then I realized, okay, <laughs> I need to be correct. <laughs> I need to be one hundred percent correct. Otherwise, they will, you know, they, they will, they will, they will, they will call the bluff. You know, that's wrong. 
So yes, um, time is different. Yes, I will have to, will have to, to learn more as mm. teachers. Well, this has been a fantastic interview, and I just have one last question for you. Um, so, is there any advice that you'd like to share with those of us who are aspiring educators? Like, um, I, I know I myself, I would like to teach uh, high school. What would what would you say to hopeful teachers? Yes. Um, oh, there are there are a lot of things. Mm, the most important one, the most important one, like like I've just talked about. You know, love students. Really, really love them. Really mean that. Um, no matter whether you are a strict teacher or uh, a kind teacher, you know, like a, not that strict, but uh, the students love, love you. But you love them, uh, they will know that you, you love them. And uh, also, um, like the synthesis, you know, uh, before this, you know, Aurora asked me, like, uh, like, do you have topics and anything? You know, uh, find out who you are and do it on purpose. Uh, that's very important for students uh, like uh, you guys who is listening to me right now who want to pursue a career in this field and also for teachers like you maybe you want to be a teacher in, in the future you know you have to know uh, what can make you happy you have to know uh, what you really want to do what you really want to express in your class you want to convey to them so that's very, very important. It, that gives you a purpose, um, no matter um, for you to prepare for a class or to uh, do something good, do something, do something better uh, in this in this career. So I hope you can you can you can get what you want being a teacher. <laughs> well, um, thank you so much for um, you. your time. Um, this has been fantastic. Um, so I think me and Rory now we're going to open this up for a Q&A real quick, see if anybody has any questions they want to ask you guys. Yeah. Um, I know we have a few on our sheet that we didn't get to. We might throw some of those at y'all. Uh, so yeah, I'm just going to give the class the floor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Thank you again so much. <laughs> so do we have any questions? Um, and I promise that this is not meant to trick you or to embarrass yeah. <laughs> you or anything, but I'm just describing an observation or, yeah. or maybe just a sentiment that I've, or maybe a sense of jealousy that I've felt over the years. Okay. <laughs> so we all know that there are more female English professors or English mm. teachers in different markets than you know, male professors, instructors. And, and we all know that um, more likely that female students or women would want to pick up a language, would want to specialize in a particular language or in the literature yeah. of that language, that culture. So it's very, I would say it's, more challenging um and this is my just you know how i um felt over the years to for female professors to connect with their students um i don't know if if you um 
you know, being a male, you know, being, I don't know, someone who stands out, who shines, right? You can, stands out? You, really? You can be charismatic and you can have followers, you can have fans, you can have changed a, oh. a female student's entire life. Um, mm. But I, I want you to kind of maybe comment on, or maybe just share your feelings about how you would perceive the the gender gap in yeah, yeah. the something... market so far and how would you perceive or some of the ways that um perspective english teachers female ones who want to make That's... themselves more competitive in the market or to help them survive the job um, or enjoy their life of being a teacher more what are some of the suggestions or comments and things you can you know from your own experience of being okay. a handsome english teacher right um, and thank you lots of female students maybe being attracted to you and then now realize that that they have this love for the language so what are some of the ways that we um the female ones right um the other sex in the market can can make um the lives of our students easier and, and you know yeah, or any that's, other a, that's that's an excellent question you know but i'm pretty sure that this is not challenging for for you i mean you're you're one of the <laughs> one of the best <laughs> you know, when I think about my life in in college, you know, like uh, in, in school, you're one of the best. But uh, yes, that's true. There is a sure uh, what we call gender gap, maybe, uh, in the market for uh, for for students to find a job as a teacher because there are uh, as a language teacher there are more uh, more uh, female uh, students like. Uh, like in my class, like in our class, you know, when we were students, there were only three of us, of guys, right? And uh, like, uh, <laughs> rest of you are girls. But, um, but as as you can you can you can see from our class, like if you are good enough, if you are really good, you know, it's okay. It's uh, the, the school will will know that you are good. You know, they are uh, they in the school in the universities who want to hire teachers they have some good teachers that will recognize good teachers in the future so first of all teachers no matter whether you're a guy or or a girl your 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 language has to be good enough um, you have to be good enough um, to be a to be a person and as well as to be a to be an expert in your field uh, and also uh, the other side of the uh, once you get you, you get a job, you know. Once you are a teacher, I think the you know female teachers have have advantages. They are they are more like a caring, you know, <laughs> considerate. You know, students love them. Like a, I like right now in my in my school we have classes uh, for like a, only 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 boys. Like we have I had a class of thirty. Or forty boys, you know, they are longing for <laughs> a female teacher to be there. My God! <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, they, they love they love female teachers, and uh, 
female teachers have have uh, uh, their own uh, advantages. So uh, as for teaching at a job, um, it's okay. It's the same. You know, guys and girls, it's, uh, it's the same. But yes, in the market to get a job, sometimes it's, uh, it's challenging for sure. Yeah. But uh, I think if you work hard enough, if you if you are good enough, um, you can you can get it. Do we have other questions? Because I, I do have one that's related to um, Jiangming, your own experience, but I also know that, so many students in this class, m many of them, some of them are um, thinking about applying to grad schools overseas, um, outside of China, uh, but there are folks who would want to take the let me see if I can get it right. Graduate entrance examination in China. So that very competitive and highly selective, very challenging one. I know that Ming, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, did you take that examinations or you didn't? Uh, for like for, for CSU, for Shanghai International Study University, yes. Yes, I took that. Okay, you took that and yeah. you were, uh, field your major you chose that is the same as mine right English literature English language and literature your image just froze are you still there is the connection okay your voice went in and out um, you probably need to repeat what you are saying at the moment So I'm just gonna, um, I think he'll come back, but I'm just gonna say something in Chinese real quick. So Bailey, what I just said um, was about the entrance examinations for uh, graduate programs in China. So students in China, they don't really apply for a bunch of graduate programs, but they take the examination. And it's a comprehensive one, very competitive, very selective, very, very difficult. And they can only basically ap apply for one school and they can apply up to maybe five or six programs in that school. So I was just about to ask Professor Jiang because he took that examinations and he got into a really um, top graduate program in English literature. So I just want to ask him to share some of his experience with our students. So I think he's slowly coming back. Um, why don't we just take a quick break and folks, if you have other stuff you want to do, feel free to leave. But we, we're just going to continue this unofficial Q&A session. And feel free to ask questions in Chinese. All right, for folks who want to wave goodbye, um, enjoy your day or evening. So, um, Dr. Guo, is it okay if I... Yes, 
Okay, I wanted to make sure because I, I have all the information that I need and it's been a total honor to talk to these two. I just wanted to make sure it was okay and that this portion of it was like, okay, all right, I just wanted to make sure. Um, well, I'm gonna call him Professor. Uh, Professor Jiang, I think, I'm sorry, I don't speak Chinese. Um, and Emmy, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Um, this has been a great experience. Thank you. Thanks, Billy. <laughs>你的考研经历吗大家现在要考国内的研究生吗还是怎样首先第一呢自己觉得很可能以后会很不一样或怎么样但是后来想想还是择校的话呢我没有看到底是不是好考我是看的是我到底想要去哪里想要选哪所学校这第一第二就是说择校的另一块就是你要去什么地方因为每个你比如说你选择了上海或者选择了北京那么你毕业之后留在上海或者留在北
第三就是面试这一块的时候，嗯，这些这些走过这条路的人，他们可以给你更多的细节，嗯、呃，怎么去，呃，他们犯过什么错误？就像我现在在跟大家讲，我犯过什么错误一样，那、呃、他们犯过什么错误？应该注意什么？你你不要再犯同样的错误，呃，这是对，现在能想到的大概是这样吧。就大家有什么其他的问题可以可以问一下，我能想到的可以尽量跟大家解释一下。很具体的话呢，可能可能我现在的回答，我我的回答可能都是过时的，但是就是嗯，方向上的或什么，可能可能能帮到大家。哦，还有一个，还有一个是什么呢？国内的国内的研究生入学考试呢，呃，有一些策略是在的啊，就是说，你比如说，嗯，有些有些学校呢，他可能考你的考的记忆性的东西比较多，就是你要背书，你要你要大大量的去背一些知识，然后考的时候就考这些知识，这些蛮。比较适合这些，就是平时这个嗯、呃、喜欢背东西的同学啊，有一些呢，呃，就可能考能力方面的东西会比较多。你比如说，呃，上外我们当年考的时候，考的是这个，呃，翻译。翻译的话，它其实给了给了参考书，就是张培基老师的几本翻译的教材，但是考试从来都不会考这个。从来都不会考这个里边的东西，他只是让你去看这本书，告诉你说这是这是好的翻译。那么你从好的翻译里边去学习一些技巧，考的时候会会随便找一些其他的东西，让你把技巧运用出来。嗯，我当时准备考试的时候，其实时间不是很多了。我当时我当时正好身体不太舒服，当时还住过院。当时我是觉得说 OK， 那我就就尽量看，所以我的参考书是没有看完的。呃，没有看完的话，但是呃，能有一个总结吧，是把方法总结下来了。那么考的时候呢，就觉得嗯，还是蛮受用的。就是幸好自己当年没有选那种必须要背的，因为大面积的背，我没有时间的话，我是没有办法准备。另外一个还有一个二外的问题，我我很当年我们当年是考二外的，我不知道现在应该也考。嗯，二外的话就第二外语嘛，大家考的内容可能每个学校考的内容不一样，而且难度相差很大。你比如说。北外的，呃，我是二外是法语，北外的法语，他的二外考试的要求甚至达到达到了法语四级的要求，就是说你要考取北外的研究生，你的法语你是英语专业，但你的法语要达到法语四级的这个水平，可能你那门才不会不会挂掉。呃，那么其他学校的话，嗯，就可能没有那么高的要求。呃，第三，还有这方面还还有一一类是算分，就是这个也是为为什么让大家去找一下自己的这个学长学姐，尤其是刚考过一年或者两年的学长学姐，就是每个学校呢录取的方式可能有所不同，那么有些学校的算分在国内算分的方式是不一样的。你比如说上外，你有一个线，你进了之后呢，它是算你专业分的，就是说你的总分达到了它的要求之后。他会把你的二外和你的政治，呃，剔除，然后看你的专业分是多少。呃，二外政治不要剔除吧，就是占百分比，占到了百分之，给成了一个百分比，成了一个百分之十还是百分之几，忘掉了啊。就是你比如说你是一个专业很强的学生，但是你的法语和你的政治可能又不是很好，那么你你你又想考北外和上外中的一个，因为这是在国内最顶尖的外语学府，嗯，两个都都不承认自己是第二，都觉得自己是第一。
，一直延续了好多年。<笑>那么你呃，你你专业课特别好，然后法语挣的稍微吃一些亏，呃，你又你又是一个南方的同学，对吧？你觉得上海离离家又比较近，你又不排斥在上海。那么你考上外可能就会比较比较比比考北外可能更有优势一些。那如果你说你是你你就很想去这个祖国的首都北京，呃，那你的政治很好，你的法语倍儿棒，其他的也不会很差。那么你考北外可能呃会更有胜算一些。呃、那明哥，你能不能大家在运量问题的这个过程中，你给大家稍微简单的分享一下，嗯、呃，上外毕业了，或者是研究生毕业了之后，这个找工作、应聘这方面的，当时的一些感触啊，比如说方式方法啊，哪一些那种招聘网啊？嗯，在国内，哦，招聘是吧？嗯。呃，几个方面哈，第一就是说，先说我自己吧，我我我我是一个非典型的毕业生，这个。我我因为我研究生之前我还工作过，我当时是本科留校了，所以我毕业之后我去找一些教育类的方向的这个工作，我简历这一关是一定可以过的，我这一点还是比较自信的。就是说我去投简历、投学校，基本上我至少可以去面试，呃，所以可能不具有很大的代表性啊。呃，那么这第一。所以第二要说的是，对于大部分的同学可能没有工作经历的，嗯，你的实习蛮重要的。你如果研究生毕业，或者是这个博士，我不知道博士可能国文这边更有发言权。呃，研究生毕业，呃，你学的过程当中，你的这个呃有时间你去做了一些实习，其实很大程度上决定了你后期要做什么工作，因为。嗯，在各个公司或者高校面试的过程当中，尤其是公司哈，我觉得公司的面试真的，他是在看你到底，他并不是在看你，一方面在看你的能力吧，但是另一方面很大一部分他在看你，在看你到底能不能想不想，有没有这个决心要去他们那儿，或者你适不适合干这一行。举个例子，一些很好的大公司，你如果不去，就你如果想进一个联合利华像这种保洁，对吧？现在的招聘模式是什么？先要网申。网申，打开这个网页，一做就是三个小时、四个小时的题。你如果只是想浅尝辄止的去试一试的话，你根本做不好。只有那些很想去的同学，你才能完成这一步。第二，你去笔试，笔试的时候他会，就像就像考试一样，一百个呃这个一百个人的场子给你做五十个人，让你带计算机进去做题。就是如果你之前没有。对这方面没有涉猎，没有做好准备，你这一关也是肯定做不了的。第三就是面试，就和你之前做的实习有很大的关系。如果你了不了解这个行业里面的一些东西，所以大家去做，如果你在国内读研的话，你做的一些兼职，你可以可以一开始的时候你可以尝试的去做一些，你你不知道你适合什么，你尝试的去做一些东西。嗯、呃，你一旦觉得嗅到了一些这个你喜欢的东西。你就可以到里边去深挖，去去做这一行。你觉得，嗯，我以后想做这个了，那你就不要再换了。你做这个行业或者做这份工作，一般就是，要么就是行业嘛，对吧？你就在快消品这个行业，要么就是我在一个职位，你比如说我都在这个这个 HR 或者在这个这个 marketing 这个职位做，就是你总归有一个统一的东西。那么，你
某一个方面你知道的多了，在对你来说，在你面试的时候就会有更大的优势。呃，第三，想进大学当老师的话，呃，应届毕业生，那么希望大家能够再考个博。因为像我我们我这几年我我是研究生，硕士学历是可以进的，但是呃工作这么多年之后，发现我们我我我我我见到的所有的就是这些高校基本上都是要博士，就这个还是对于在高校来说还是有一定的这个要求的。呃，还有什么东西？哦，对，具体一点啊，具体一点。大家去找工作的时候，刚才我们在说这个有没有什么网站啊？网站先不说，我倒觉得最有效的一个方办法是招聘会投简历，就是，嗯，简单粗暴有效，因为这个招聘的人很有可能就是负责学校的人事管理的人。我这么说吧，我当时我当时投的简历并不多，呃，有几个让我印象比较深刻的是什么呢？就是。当时在宁波有一个招聘会，比较大型的，就我们学校当时还是，我们可能没去。嗯，当时这个有一些同学一块去的，拉着大巴拉过去的，好几好几小时的车坐过去。就是抛弃我。啊？把我把我排斥在外。没有，你你是另一条路。我一会儿就跟大家讲一讲文文老师的路。<笑>那个，我们去找工作，就是那招聘会场人很多，有几点啊？你一你能体会到。找工作这件事情是多么的艰辛，你会很很珍惜你这份找到工作，在茫茫人海当中，这个单位要了你啊。第二，你真的就是很多很很红的一些单位门口都是排队的。然后第二，你去投简历的时候，他们会有一个简单的面试，有一些会有。那么面试这个简单的面试，有些就决定了你的你的简历是进入他们的这个顾问包，还是进入旁边的垃圾桶。嗯，就是他这一步可可以筛一些人。第三，这对你来说应该是一个机会，就是说，你如果能给这个人留下了很好的印象，他甚至就是这个招聘的人，他有有一些人是有权利在你简上写一行字的，说，嗯，我觉得这个人是各项品质都很好。就是我见过我自己我自己这个单位的老师拿着简历，我我也去面过一些其他的老师，这简历上就写着说，嗯，气质形象佳，专业能力强，就是会写。会写这些东西，他们会完美点评了。<笑>就是他们会有他的第一，他的第一印象很重要。我自己投过的简历，当时我投了一个培训的一个机构吧，嗯、呃，是一个名不见经传的机构。当时在宁波，他们其实是宁波分部在招人。然后当时招聘会快结束了，我我也就转悠，就看那儿没人，我就过去聊了两句。然后那儿那儿的招聘人员是招一个英语老师，他他就一句汉语没有说，就英语跟我打招呼，我就。就直接就是全程英语，呃，我一看这样，我说就是咱是学这门课的嘛，就是学这门专业的嘛，咱是不不拒这个的嘛，对吧？那么就聊呗，就跟他聊得很嗨，聊了很多。后来我说其实吧，我说我是快，你们在宁波招人，我说我是在上海的，我过来一趟不容易，我就留个简历给你们，但是我可能不会来宁波。他说哦，我们在上海也有分部，就是结果回来之后，他们上海分部的人就给我打电话说你们要不要来？当时也去面试，人什么的也拿到了 offer， 但很惭愧啊，就是很对不起人家，人家这么诚心，我还没去。<笑>那个，但是事实证明什么呢？就是说你去实地投这个简历的时候，那么那个人他
他的这个呃主观能动性，可以给你创造更多的机会。就是说，他是一个年过分布的这个主管，按道理说，你在网上投那个，投那个，你告诉他我，我就我就我就随便投投的，我就来宁波玩玩的，我我肯定去在上海工作的，我倾向于上海的，他这份简历可能就石沉大海了。但是他跟你聊过了之后，他觉得，哎呀，你不能错过。我觉得我们这边还缺人，呃，我们其他的这个上海也缺人，我要推荐一下。哎，这就是因为你和他有一个面对面的接触。